Scana Energy is a proud part of... Yes, touchdown! Let's go, Falcons! We're big Falcons fans. And as the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So let's get fired up for our home team as we cheer them on to victory this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash falcons and use promo code FALCONS for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions apply. Finn, you ready? Yes, sir. 500 never felt so good. And now, it's time for FinCast. Boom, shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Finneran is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Finneran who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, Falcons fans, once again, for the second time this season, your Dirty Birds are in the first place tied to the division. You are tuned into FinCast, brought to you by Scan Energy, alongside Brian Finneran, <laughs> BFIN86, on all the social media platforms. I'm Tyler Nelson, and uh, another good week to be a Falcons fan, Finn. Yeah, no doubt. Number one in the NFC South, tied with Tampa Bay at 3-3. Three and three. You look back at the season so far, and it's been it's been interesting. It's been a season where you feel like you could have been four and two, five and yeah. one, really, if you did really yeah. put some stuff together. But at least four and two, so you should feel good about that. Falcons celebrated. Arthur Smith had a setup inside the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. One of the Stadium. coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, there's a bar set up and a bunch of Bud Light beers. The players haven't even gotten their pads off their shoulders yet. They're still sweaty, and they get in from the field after the big yeah. win over the 49ers, 28 to 14. And it was really shot at a lot of the media, specifically USA Today, who had their predictions before the season uh-huh. started, and our Falcons going 2-15. and 15. <laughs> So he said, F that. Yep. We're going to celebrate our third win of the season and put it in everybody's face. So, Well, to, you know, to, just since we're touching on that subject, uh, th- it was, that was absolutely cool, I thought. And we've criticized Arthur Smith a little here and there, but I think of part of the culture shift, that's part of the good stuff that he's doing really big time. But Tankathon says the Falcons have the easiest remaining schedule. And we'll go, of course, back to that later on. And 538 has the Falcons at a 35% chance of the postseason now and 18% chance of winning the division. Amazing. Which is basically almost one in four. Right. So <laughs> it's been an interesting season so far. We're clearly better than we any of us thought we were going to be. And uh, not just resilient, but this was, you know, as we were just saying before we started the podcast, is that we we got what well, we talked about last week on, on FinCast was pretty close to correct. It just went our way. Yeah. And that was a couple things like uh, a defensive touchdown, a couple interceptions, Jalen Hawkins with that touchdown and an interception. Um, just really, really impressive game by the Falcons. Put together, the ball fell our way a couple times in a certain sense. But a couple other things that I thought I wanted to point out, not only Jalen Hawkins having a great game, Arnold Ebiketti is the third most, has the third most pressures of any rookie in the NFL. That guy has been a really nice surprise. And and yeah. a couple, uh, I mean, you know, we we now have Deion Jones is gone and stuff, but between him, Michael Walker and stuff in the, in that not just secondary, but in our linebacking core, we're looking good. Yeah, well, you're young, that's yes. for sure. You're young and you're old, really. Rashawn Evans has been around the league a long time. They got yeah. him from Tennessee. They were familiar with what mm-hmm. he could do up there, so they brought him in to help out. The young guys you're talking about, Michael Walker, who's hurt. I think he's got a groin injury. Didn't play this week. Right. 
but who did play was Troy Anderson, the third round, second or third round rookie. Was it second? I think it's second round. No, I think we got Ed McKetty in the second round. I think so. we got we might have got two guys is my point. Oh, so we, we did. Might've. He's the okay. second pick in the second round for us. Okay. Out of Montana State. So Troy Anderson comes in at 6'4", 235. He's got a jaw that looks like it belongs inside a football helmet. <laughs> uh, he flew around, totaled 13 tackles, uh, did a nice job in coverage, and uh, is coming to his own, thrown into the mix, thrown into the fire against a really good San Francisco 49ers team. And you held that team to 50 yards rushing. So great job all around by the entire defense. It was a team effort, and they made it happen. As you said last week on FinCast, is that it's not just that the team is playing better and is a little more resilient. It's that you can see the energy changing in the in the fans. And I was uh, lucky enough to be uh, at the game in uh, thanks to our friends at Scanna. Scanna Energy had you at the game, dude. Nice <laughs> yep. work. Yeah, thank you to uh, Carolyn Lundy for having mm-hmm. us. But so it's kind of harder, you know, it, to to necessarily break down and see who's doing exactly what when you're watching the game in person there. But the energy and the just the I mean play by play, snap by snap, the whole stadium was into it. It Love was it. really really great. I, it, I mean, it was a this team is a winning team type energy. It was That's really awesome. very cool. It starts. Um, it's great to have that going on. It's hard to develop that, and the only way you do is go out on the field and be mm-hmm. and perform. And I think they're. I think they're two and one at home now. So the first loss to the Saints, Saints yeah. was brutal. You're up twenty six to ten. He let that one Ugh. slip away. So other than that, they've been great at home. They run the football effectively. They don't commit a lot of penalties. Five for forty, I think, this week. And if they continue not to turn the ball over, then they can do what they're doing. That's win football and, games. And that's I mean, I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed this week, improvements and we we kind of rag on Mariota about a lot, but he he took care of the ball this week. Mm-hmm. Um he didn't hate the football this week. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, and that has been a major difference so far in some of these you know, one score losses is that if he can stay healthy and do it. He, I mean, he had a great game. He had a great game. Two passing touchdowns, one rushing, which was a great rush. Uh, how many yards did he did he run for? Thirteen of fourteen, hundred twenty nine yards, and then rushing wise, Marcus Mariota got yeah. six for fifty. That's awesome. Um, very, and fe- very effective. The rushing touchdown was awesome. He showed some speed getting outside the pocket and beat a corner to, a DB to the to the end zone. It's fun to watch. Yep, they're fun to watch, man. That's what they are. Uh, the one negative, or the one potential thing that we're looking at now is is Casey Hayward going to be out for a while yeah and it looks like he is he jacked up his shoulder trying to tackle Debo Samuel mm-hmm. um it looked like he was kind of a little extended got hit fell on it funny and it almost looked like it came out of the socket the way he Ugh. was reacting on the field he didn't move for a minute yeah so you hate to see that AJ Terrell had a hammy he came out of the game late so a lot of young guys stepped up and, and uh, had to play well and help out if Casey Hayward oh. has to have significant timeout who is our so with the injuries and the defensive backfield to mm-hmm. AJ Terrell, Casey Hayward, Isaiah Oliver? I think came out of the game as well. Did he really? I think he did. He was banged up at well, one point. Well, he had point. that really incredible interception right before the half. And it was awesome. It was really was. It was great. D. Alford, who's played a lot this year, yes, will get he has. a young guy that will step up and come in and play. Mike Ford got in the game uh, against San Francisco over the weekend because of the injuries, and Darren Hall was okay. another guy. So. Those Don't are, be surprised by the time Sunday rolls around you have another name on that list because you cannot go into a football game against the Cincinnati Bengals with the wide receiver core that they have yeah. uh, and the quarterback that they, they use mm-hmm. without a full slate of defensive backs. I'm talking right. about nickel, dime, All of it. Uh, quarter, silver dollar, whatever the hell you <laughs> want to call it. You need a bunch of those guys back there, dude. Yeah, so uh, they and Cincinnati's wide receiver court is awesome, and and we'll get to that in a second. But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves before we do some fin cash. But uh, overall, great weekend. I mean, it was just a fun game to watch. Mm-hmm. If we can stay consistent with some of the creative stuff, because we've seen 
Sunday felt like the culmination of getting all the things right that we had done some of in a little bit of each of those things in some of the games, but not all of them in once. And Sunday felt like, okay, look, this is a team that can do all those things at once now. So, I don't know. Yeah. No, it, it, great, great weekend. Let's keep it going. Yeah. yeah. All right. That being said, let's do some fin cash. Okay, Finn. What games do you have for us this week? All right, last week, uh, one and one, not great. Yeah, hey, so not terrible. Minnesota covered. 500, just like the Falcons. That's exactly right. <laughs> Minnesota covered down in Miami, and then the Dallas Cowboys couldn't hang with the Philadelphia Eagles, and they lost mm. by 10 or 11, maybe nine, and that spread was like five and a half. So um, the, the Eagles are for real, dude, yeah, still undefeated. Are. So um, we will uh, not bet against them again because they are doing things the right way. Um, let's see. Falcons have been good. They've the only team in the NFL to have Still. covered every single game. Still. They went outright against the 49ers as a dog, so that was pretty awesome to watch that happen. I think the Green Bay Packers got to get right to ship. I know they're on the road. They're in Washington against the Commanders, a 2-4 football team. to do it against. Teams. Let's see if they can't make it happen. More points than I'd like to give up, but Green Bay minus 5.5. Mm-hmm. We'll go with that. And for one of my picks, and the other one, Let's go with the five and one New York Giants. Yeah, getting points on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So plus three New York Giants, who just kind of have a way about them. They remind me a little bit of our Falcons. Yeah, grindy, run the football, Saquon. Mm-hmm. Defense is feisty. So uh, they're playing good football right now at five and one, and they take on the two and four Jaguars. So Giants plus plus three points. and um, the Packers minus five and a half. All right, I like it. With the Falcons, we with the line is what six? Yes. So do we make a do pick? You, do, do you, you think we, last week you picked the Falcons? Yeah, right? yeah, good work. Um, so Falcons plus. Six. I tell you what, uh, I think we went out right. Oh my God! Look at you. Which is which was which is uh, kind of jumping the shark a little bit for the rest of the <laughs> second half of this podcast. But hey, screw it, go bold or go home. It's kind of the point of betting sometimes, isn't it? I guess um, so. Yeah, thanks to a very boring Monday night football last night, I I did not do well in my in my picks. That I actually put money on last oh, did night. You? Yeah, but oh, no. not not. But I didn't bet the line. It was like a more you know un, over under on some stuff that kind of thing. Damn, Russell Wilson and Justin I Herbert doing sons of Chargers took care of business nineteen to sixteen over there in OT. Yeah, in overtime field goal. After the field a goal. Punt. Yeah. All right, and that was Finn Cash, I guess. Ta-da! So the Falcons, as I said earlier, according to Tankathon, have the easiest remaining schedule. So let's look at that real quick. Away at the Bengals this coming weekend. Home versus the trash dumpster fire Panthers. Yeah. Home versus the Chargers, which will probably be the underdog in that one. But, hey, man, from what I watched last night, very, very manageable. Mm-hmm. Away against the Panthers and away against the Bears. So that's your next five games. I think we could go at least four four for five of that. No, uh, you absolutely could pull it off. You, you have to continue to play good football, protect the football, and do the things they've been doing, not have bad penalties. But when you talk about the easiest schedule remaining in the NFL, yeah, uh, yeah. you got to take advantage of it. And I don't know that it starts in Cincinnati this week, but you're talking about the teams you mentioned, Carolina, the Chargers, who just barely snuck by Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, Carolina Panthers, who you mentioned mm-hmm. twice in the next three weeks, and a couple of bad teams, the Bears, Commanders, Commanders and, Steelers. and Steelers. And then a bye week. So, yeah, that's boy, it's oh setting up to be... 
And Let's not get crazy, but I, you have a chance. Yeah, to Yeah, right. I don't want, exactly. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves for sure. But but but, Mariota looked better as we just said than he has all season. That uh, that pass to was it Zacchaeus across the middle yep. in the beginning? Yeah, beautiful. that was a thirty-five yard yard pass. If he can continue to refine his skills, get a little bit more confidence behind him, if we can up the passing game alongside the running game. Yep. We have just as much of a shot at this as anybody else in the division. Not that the division's particularly great. Right. It's not great. <laughs> the, the, the passing game. You would imagine has to get better. You can't go thirteen to fourteen for one hundred twenty nine yards and win many many football games in the right. NFL. Right, but they did it. So getting away from the whole schedule and looking at this weekend, we are playing the three and three AFC North division leading Bengals. Yes, versus the three and three division leading Falcons. <laughs> Crazy, but I know it sounds weird, right? But so here is an interesting stat: according to NFL dot com, the Cincinnati Bengals have the third best rush defense and the third best pass defense. However, however, they have that's with all the cumulative statistics and stuff that go to figure into that, right? They have the they have given up the twelfth most overall rushing yards on the season. Damn. Yes. So, with that being said, we also have questionable injuries in their uh, line and linebacking core with Logan Wilson and Josh Tupu 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 Today, Junior. However, you say his last name, Tupu. And that's run stopping and run, uh, run stopping period. B- both of them. So if we, even with them playing, they still have given up the twelfth most yards. Right. And now they did not. Up. They did not have a great game against the Saints. They won, but they did not have a great game against the Saints. And their the Saints were successful running the ball. And that's the Saints. Saints are worse than us. They beat us, but they're worse than us. Yeah. Uh, so again, I think that that's what we see. I think that that's the game plan. I think. That, We'll see a you know mix of that SEC football style nah. pass run run pass run run like that we saw Georgia this past football week. Georgia else in the SEC has yeah. moved beyond that. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe well, I'm a little uh, biased and yeah, watching a bunch of Georgia be. games, but so you, you stick with the what's works. You stick with exactly uh, the schedule. You stick with the routine. You stick with what's going on, especially if you got the numbers that you just mentioned. Where Cincinnati is not very good against the run. The problem with Cincinnati, you'd like to think, is their offense. Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden is, Hurst, former Falcon. Yeah, that's right. I forgot well. Hayden Hurst was a Bengal. That's right. Having a decent year. So those are what you got to worry about. Can Dean Pease drop another gym to slow those guys down? And uh, especially with the DBs that are all hurt on yeah. our team as well. Because, so, I mean, Jamar Chase is maybe the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's special. He's 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 at least up there. So, yeah, you're right. With If we are missing, gosh, if we have all three of them, Terrell, Oliver Casey and Casey Hayward. If those are all out, we we are in for mm-hmm. a long game. But if we can have some of them play well, and I think get that mix. And and here's the thing: as much as Mariota is a is a threat running the ball too, do we see start to see them have a spy? Because in so far, we haven't seen any team really do that to Mariota. Yeah, it's tough, um, especially if you deploy Drake London mm-hmm. and Kyle OZ mm-hmm. and Kyle Pitts and different guys like that out in formations. Somebody's going to be one-on-one. Once you take a spy and make him watch the quarterback, it eliminates a part of your defense that you're supposed to be covering. The double on Kyle or the double on Drake. Yeah, London. whatever it is. A zone area, a double team. Um, somebody's going to be left one-on-one. So it's hard to do in the NFL. But if you can force a team into that in certain plays and, and uh, down in distances, then you have a huge advantage. And I'm thinking that we that's what will probably – as successful as – Marcus Marietta was this past weekend running the ball and throwing at the same time. Yes, it was 13 for 14, but still successful otherwise. Hey, let's hope that's what we see this weekend. No doubt. Um, one last question and note for you, sir. Okay. 
Hurry up. Uh, running up against it. <laughs> One of my favorite things from this game was uh, Kyle Pitts not only got a touchdown, but he did the Dirty Bird after that. Oh. It, gun to your head. Could you do the Dirty Bird if you had to? You know what? In my mind, I could probably pull it off. Will the body follow suit? <laughs> I just saw Jamal Anderson post something on Twitter. Uh, we have to figure out who started it because it Jam- Jamal British. claims that he did it. First time he ever did it was a game against the 49ers mm-hmm. years and years ago, back in 98, I guess. And then O.J. Santiago, former tight end for the Falcons, says that he did it in a different game before Jamal started it. Uh, so we got to get to the bottom of this. Not that I really give a rip who started it. It's, could it's, do it's it? worth investigating, yeah. Uh, I could do it. I don't... I wouldn't be super comfortable pulling it off, but I, I would. I, I could give it a shot. Because you have awkward white boy moves. Is exactly. That right? <laughs> could you pull it off? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I bet absolutely. You uh, still with awkward white boy moves, but nonetheless. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna find an intern to and get you on social oh, media God. to see if you can do the dirty. Practice it first. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here's uh, hoping for a win, a upset in Cincinnati this coming week. It'll be an interesting game for sure. I like Joe Burrow, but not this weekend. I don't. So go Dirty Birds, and we'll see you next week. On Fincast. Rise up. Chasing phantoms of rolling box of steel. They beat each other for control of the wheel. Satan rides the waves of anger and scorn. My place of refuge is the eye of the stone because I, I will, I will not follow. Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68 FinCast is hosted by 68 on the podcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Son of a bitch.
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3 1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.